When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to a brand new Geekscape. This is your favorite movies, video games, comic book, and TV geek show. We talk about the con circuit. We talk about anything that's like geeky. And uh, if you've been with us for eight and a half years, uh, then you don't need an introduction. If you haven't, I'm Jonathan Lennon. I'm your host. And I'm usually sitting down with a co-host uh, to talk about the, the week's news and events or maybe what, they're, uh, what makes them so geeky. Um, so hang with us. If uh, you guys are listening on like Stitcher, iTunes, or SoundCloud, give us like a review. Give us five stars. It really helps us out. So um, I would appreciate it. It'd be awesome. And uh, we're going to be talking about convention season, which is now upon us. Um, we are not in the T-Radio V studios this week, uh, which is new. But uh, we had our engineer calling sick. So we did not record the show in the studio on Monday night live. Uh, so you guys are getting this on a Tuesday night which is fine. You guys will be into it, and we'll be back in studio next week uh, live at 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Anyway, my guest this week is uh, my friend Jackie Lopez. She is one of my co-hosts from The Comic Book Show, which uh, we do over at Twin Galaxies Live, and we talk comics. She's really into DC. Uh, I read DC, but you know I'm a Marvel guy, and, uh, and so every now and then we, we, we butt heads. Have you ever said, Jackie, that it gets like a little, uh, does it get personal? <laughs> I think it does, especially, I mean, you know, sometimes between, I don't know, between respectively us, but especially for some of our other hosts, it yeah. gets a little bit, um, definitely between commercial breaks, there's a little fuming going on. I, I think it is personal to a certain extent, especially if it's characters that people have been really invested in. You know, like, I don't know, Wonder Woman for me. Wonder Woman for you, obviously, <laughs> our friend Lucas is really into Wolverine, mm -hmm. which is in, like, limbo. <laughs> right now, not not the uh, not the Marvel Comics version of Limbo, but actual like Limbo. Yeah, uh, this is true. That character is in Limbo. <laughs> uh, we don't even know if, according to the news, if Hugh Jackman's going to continue to play him because Hugh Jackman posted on his Instagram this picture of him with the claws, and it said like one last time, which I guess is alluding that he's going to film Wolverine three, mm -hmm. which we'd all heard about, and then he's done. Like Wolverine three is like his last go around as Wolverine as Wolverine. Maybe he really he just really wants that slice of cheesecake. He's just he's Does just he get spent. a cheesecake for Oh, he, he I mean he he's like in insane shape. He's in crazy shape. I saw a Tumblr actually uh, an image today um, off of Reddit where they were actually showing the progression of his body through every single um, incarnation he's done of Wolverine. And you know, at first he's just, you know, he's buff. 
And right. then just towards 2014, he's just completely ripped to the point where you're like, this is insane. But by the time he did the Wolverine, yeah. it was ridiculous, the shape that he had gotten in. I was like, you added muscles. Ridiculous. Yeah, it was, it's insane. I can't, I mean, yeah. Now he's close to, now he's close to 50? He must be. He's pushing something. And he's rocking. Yeah. Like, how are you going to be that fit by the time you're 50? Like, if anything, you think that your body's going to slowly like erode. And it's not even, and it's not like a grotesque buff. It's like a legit, just like cut, sir. If there was, he should just enter fitness competitions at this point. Right. You know, I mean, aside from trying to win an Oscar, he should just go for that. Um, the the thing with uh, with Wolverine, and, and, and I, I want to discuss it with you is, is it like a James Bond? Where you can say, okay, we can, especially now that the like, X-Men apocalypse, yeah. we know that Jennifer Lawrence said last week that she doesn't want to return as Mystique. Is is the X-Men roles, and I know they recast young Jean, young Scott for X-Men apocalypse. You can do that with the time jump. Yeah. But is Wolverine, who's been in both eras uh, of the X-Men movies, uh, is Wolverine somebody that you can just cast somebody else? That's a really good question, especially considering the fact that almost... I would argue that a lot of Hugh Jackman's career is completely based on, you know, his... No, just say the entirety of it. Yeah. Like, that was Dugray Scott's role. Yeah. Like, Hugh Jackman, yeah. Hugh Jack just... Hugh Jackman wasn't even the original <laughs> yep. actor. Do, do you think Dugray Scott watches, like, Ever After or whatever that, that movie was with uh, that he was in with? I know I did and cried well, multiple well, times Well, do you think Scott cries because he was tossed off that horse and got injured and couldn't be Wolverine and they got Hugh Jackman? Oh, yeah. I would because that I'd was his myself. career. I know that that made it. That launched him, as far as I'm concerned. Wait, it launched Dugray Scott? That's well, a no, no, bad well. joke. <laughs> that, is, that is a bad. The it horse launched everyone together. Thanks, horse. So that horse launched Dugray Scott <laughs> and, and Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman's career. That was that was the original fastball special. You wonder if, if Dugray Scott was like, I want to buy the horse and takes him out back and just shoots it. Yeah, <laughs> just like you. You fuck. son of a. <laughs> I mean, it's insane and. and and but you do hear about this, like uh, like Zena, Lucy Lawless, the exact same thing. What was what was the story on Lucy so, Lawless? So um, her, um, what was that name of that chick? She was in that that show called like Touched by an Angel or something. I don't like, know. She was originally supposed to be Zena. Uh huh. And uh, you know Lucy Lawless was just supposed to be a day player on a one-off uh, movie that uh, Kevin Sorbo did with Hercules. And what happened is. The chick, like a Hercules movie. Yeah, it was like, because what happened was Hercules, the legendary series, was after these three kind of made-for-TV movies that Kevin Sorbo reprised the role in as Hercules. So it was and like, those were like Sam Raimi, Rob Taper produced ones? I think yeah. so. And so it started like Hercules and the blah, 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 Hercules and the blah, 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 Hercules and the blah, 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 and then it was Hercules and the Legendary Journeys. Almost like the librarians. Yeah, like exactly. Kind of right. Exactly. So what happened with uh, Lucy is the same thing. It was either something along the lines of, I think, the lady that they were picking either A, backed out at the last minute, or B, got the flu. It was something like that. And then they last minute called... Um, Lucy Lawless, and they're like, hey, can you dye your hair black? Um, yes. Okay, you got it. You <laughs> can, you be the, can you be this throwaway character yeah. called Xena? That's it. And like, little do you know that it's going to become a franchise arguably more popular than Hercules? I would uh, argue like, that. Like, you think Xena is more popular than, it's more unique, right? Like, it's more popular than Hercules. Well, and I think that they were saying, because I was a huge Xena fan, um, they were saying along the lines of, because Hercules is bound to Greek mythology. There was only so much they could do within that realm, whereas Without Zena, getting sued by ancient Greeks? <laughs> you know, <laughs> a cease and desist from Zeus. Right. Hey, yeah. man. Hey, man. I only I only banged a can, uh, like like a like a yak <laughs> once or whatever. Hey, <laughs> man. I was drunk that night. Okay. All right. When I when I banged that 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 
What, what, is, it, what is he bang? Like he bangs like a cow or something. He turns into. Doesn't he turn into like gold and bone that one chick? Like I don't. I don't know my, my Greek favorite. mythology. Like he turns but, into inanimate objects and has sex with things. But as an inanimate, like was she using it sexually? Was she like? <laughs> I don't understand how turning into an. I can understand turning into an inanimate object to like spy on somebody yeah. getting naked. Oh yeah. But how the how are you then inserted into that person? Well, and a lot of times they're saying like, and a lot of these women in Greek mythology, if I remember correctly, they're like, I went to bed. And I woke up and I knew I was pregnant, you know, like... There's like an ancient Greek god for Bill Cosby? Right. Like, I don't understand <laughs> how Apparently, you... Zeus had the uh, Greek date rape of some sort. That's insane. It's it's pretty crazy. Well, I think that's how... Yeah, and then... Anyway, but the, they were saying... The point is, because Xena was completely made up, they made her bounce around different mythologies. Almost uh -huh. kind of... I would argue it's almost like Assassin's Creed <clears throat> video game, where it's like they just bounce around different periods of history and say, oh yeah, this character happened there. You right. Know, this character happened here. They forest gumped her through oh, yeah, totally. mythology. They totally forest gumped her. That's cool. <laughs> I'm into it. That's, that's pretty I'm into funny. it. Um and, and so that was Lucy Lawless. Lu and Lucy that Lawless. And we got there from Hugh Jackman. Yeah. And how do they get to Kevin Bacon? And, and this is how we do it. I mean this is this is Geekscape. The the, 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 the thing that Fox is doing now in in and it seems like it's the whole shared universe over there because they're launching Fantastic Four in August. It's, it, I mean, just looking at the tone of that movie, because Fantastic Four, I always think it has to be colorful and youthful and fun and fantastic. That's that's Stan Lee all over it. But it's so serious, this, this Fantastic Four we're getting. And I'm still going to watch it. I'm still oh, actually yeah. looking forward to it. But it feels like an X-Men movie. Oh. And, it, and, and I'm like, just, like, the next movie is going to be like a crossover with the X-Men. Uh, now we have Deadpool. Yes. And if you guys go to like Geekscape, uh, geekscape.net, where, it, you know, our home base, like we put up that picture that went around the internet this week of Ryan Reynolds, and he is confirmed to be the guy in the suit doing like that Burt Reynolds pose on a, on a, on a bear, a skin rug, yep. and he's like looking sexy mm -hmm. in the Deadpool outfit. Yep. It's pretty, I mean, Deadpool's not even my favorite character, and no. I'm looking forward to it. It was, what I think is so great is how this is I think this is the first time where they're really embracing the sense of the comic like you're saying right. this with Fantastic Four I mean it has fantastic in it you know I mean it's the sense of it it's supposed to be all this whimsy and and you get to the movie and you're like oh I'm so sorry like the Incredibles did it I think like Incredibles yeah. did Fantastic Four there you go right? yeah to a T actually really well done yeah and you go to and this is the first time I mean I don't know if you've seen that information about how um, Deadpool's Twitter account only they're only following one yeah. person and it's, it's Hello Kitty. It's Hello Kitty. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. It's Hello Kitty. And I'm just like they're totally just you know balls to the wall just taking this character and owning it for what it is. Like yeah. it's just it's awesome. And they keep adding characters to it, mm -hmm. which I think is cool. Like uh, like Lorena Baccarin is in it. Mm -hmm. um, T.J. Miller is going to be in it. Yes. Uh, and they keep adding like cool characters. Uh, I'm excited for it just based on, I mean, you know I'm going to watch every comic book movie. Like, uh, did you see that Stephen Amell just got added to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles um, as Casey yes. Jones? Yes. And, like, I went to see the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie, <laughs> and everybody was not talking well about that movie. And I think I, for the most part, enjoyed it. Okay. Um, it, for the most it, it had its head-scratching moments, but head-scratching moments sometimes just come out of the fact that you're making a movie and there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen so you, you can't really blame where the head scratching goes yeah. you know what i mean you're like oh who was the guy who threw that in the soup <laughs> you know who thought that was a good idea who did that i'm um, taking notes 
I, I liked some of the parts in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Be, like the parts between the head scratching, I was like, okay, this is cool. Some of it's pretty funny, some of it's fun. And obviously I'm a huge Arrow fan, huge Flash fan, and I, I'll watch anything Stephen Amell's in because the dude is Oliver Queen, and yeah. I'm into it. Um, what do you think about this spinoff show, this Arrow spinoff show, that this week, like they, they're adding people. They added Rip Hunter, yeah. they added Hot Girl. If you guys look on the, on the Geekscape site, we've got those. Um, what is up with that show? I'm I'm trying to piece it together in my head. I'm trying right? to see where they're trying to take it off of. You're it's, doing like Zodiac. You're like you're like cutting things out and putting them on the wall and trying to see what the design is. I'm trying to figure it out because I'm trying to be. Oh well, maybe they'll hearken to this. I mean, they, there's nothing. At this point, they're like, oh yeah, we're doing a Flash and Arrow show, and then they just kind of threw some cards on the table and picked which heroes they want to put in it. Well, they've said that like three of the characters are going to be characters that have not had televised versions. That, and, and I don't know if that means it hasn't been seen in the cartoons, but for sure Smallville is included. Like the, 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 the story is they're not going to include any story. Any, any, these three characters that they're going to introduce, mm -hmm. obviously Hot Girl was in Smallville mm -hmm. towards the end. Uh, the new characters they're going to introduce, these three haven't been in any of the DC TV uh, you haven't had a TV, uh, like a televised version of these yes. characters. Yes, so they're not, they're not going to touch any of the people that have already been introduced. It's, right. Well, and if they do, they bring back the people that Do you include the bad Justice League Society movie from the 90s? So you can't do like John John? You well, can't do I like mean, if, if John I'm, John? How do you pronounce the Martian Manor? John John, I think it is. John John. Like Papa John John's pizza? Papa John John. Oh, that would be a great, that would be a great he, comedy. He I just like phases the pizza over there. It's you. like all vegan cheese. But he can't I cook it on it. fire? No. And like and it has to be in a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> and he like every time you eat it, like he like takes over your brain. No. You like it? <laughs> Not, really. Not really. Let me change your taste yeah. buds. Oh, I like it now. I'm sorry. <laughs> and they're dying. Um, Martian man has pizza. <laughs> eat it or else. Right. But what were we talking about? We were talking about the DC, uh, the CW spinoff for Arrow. Well, I mean, if you're saying that they're including that '90s version, then why don't they include that? Well, they can't really because they've already introduced Huntress. Remember that Birds of Prey? show yeah. that happened yeah how many episodes did they get of that it i don't was know 2003 <laughs> and there were like seven of them right and that you had barbara was gordon the and most... huntress yep and um what was the third one was there a black canary in it it yeah that i think i think that was now now i'm all intrigued it was birds of tna is that what you said <laughs> might as well be it was so far removed i was like these women look nothing like well as a dc fan like uh, like i'm a mar you know as a marvel guy i'm in heaven because like on the 10th of april I get 13 hours of Daredevil. Less than a month later, I get an Avengers movie. Yeah. And I know that the, that the stuff that's in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. can fit into Daredevil. I know that the Daredevil stuff can fit into the Avengers. I know the Avengers stuff can fit into Ant-Man. Ant-Man stuff can fit back in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, I know that it's one universe. As a DC fan, talking about things being far removed, how do you feel about the CW shows being their own thing, of which we have three, and they're awesome? Uh... Gotham being its own thing, Supergirl is going to be over at CBS doing her thing. Yep. And then the movies, which now we're hearing all this stuff about Suicide Squad, is removed from that. You're going to have like <laughs> two versions of Deadpool, uh, of Deadshot. You're going to have like two versions of, of the, all these other characters. Like, like, what's your feeling on like as a DC fan? You know what? I think the reason that it doesn't, uh, the short answer is it doesn't really phase me. And the reason I can say that is... that is, another Martian Manhunter joke? No. I'm kidding. That is my Star Trek note. Uh, <laughs> You're like, that's a vision joke, Marvel. <laughs> Damn you. Um, no, the, the reason that I'm not phased is because I think that this has been kind of the cinematic universe. This has been the precedent set mm -hmm. by 
DC ever since I started becoming aware of all of their cinematic stuff, you know, and I'm talking about TV and film. Um, I mean, you look at, there's no way that, you know, Christopher Reeves' Superman would have ever existed with the Batmans that we have, you know, with Michael Keaton and all that stuff. I mean, they're hmm. so far removed that... Tonally. Tonally and just in terms of, of, of spacing. I think it will be... I think there there might be a, a tinge of jealousy when all of this bombardment. I mean, all of these schedules have now been planned out till right. like twenty whatever whatever, um, twenty Jacqueline in a, in a in a home. But you know, it's it's one of those things where it might be nice to have that continuity. But I would argue that I'm not really that phased as long as it's quality stuff. I'm actually more irritated, you know, at seeing choices made and all this other stuff. I would much rather. Um, I, I would much rather, as long as it's good stuff, I don't care if it links to one another, to be perfectly honest. I think that's, uh, yeah, I guess you're right, and like that's where the buck stops. Because mm -hmm. if some of it's bad, then it doesn't really matter. Yeah, you, you know, cut it like, off, like an appendix. Like, guess what? Like, the Star Wars universe is all a shared universe. Well, not the Dark Horse stuff or the books or the extended yeah, stuff anymore, gonna, but mm -hmm. it's all the shared universe now that it's all under the Disney umbrella. and. Some of it you guys aren't fans of. Yeah, that's true. You know? Well, the prequel fans out there are like, I'm fans of all of it. But yeah, I are think you there's, though? I think there's damage done. Are I think, you? It's like, eh, yeah, guys, right. hate to tell you. I love all of it. Are you sure? Yeah. Misa no. say you not. Misa say you abused housewife. <laughs> <laughs> Misa say you apologizing Misa for, say you, apologize? you know why you're apologizing. Yeah, you know why. Uh, no, speaking of Disney, uh, Eric Francisco, our writer, posted this as a site. Disney's making a live-action Mulan. Yep. Now, I just saw Cinderella. How was it? I liked it. Okay. Like, I'm a, I'm a red-blooded American male, and I went and saw it, and I was entertained by Cinderella. It's note-for-note note Cinderella. Like, okay. Like, there's no, we're going to reinvent Cinderella. Oh, there's that's none nice. Of, there's none of that. None that's of that. not Maleficent where she's, like, napping for two seconds until they call her <laughs> Sleeping Beauty. Yo, Maleficent has, like, a date rape in it. Did you see Maleficent? You mean like when her wings are off? She gets drugged and the dude cuts off her wings. Yes. Like takes her, like it made me uncomfortable. That, no, when when she gets up and feels around for it, like that made me uncomfortable. Like absolutely been violated. Yeah, yeah. Like on a major scale yeah. and it freaked me out. Yeah. Uh, Maleficent was very uncomfortable. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and now we've got, uh, Cinderella, which I think with the whole thing with Cinderella, I think uh, Kate Blanchett's obviously awesome. Well, that's why I want to see it. She's because great. Because of her. She's great. I'm laughing the entire time, even though she's a horrible person. I'm like, because <laughs> her performance, like she's just having fun with it. So I was into, I was into that. Yes. Uh, and now we've got Milan. I, I've never seen Milan. Okay, it's and actually quite nice. I was dating a girl who back in Austin who used to write for I think the Austin Chronicle or maybe the she was a UT student. Maybe it was a UT publication. The summer Milan came out. Okay. And it ended so badly <laughs> that, like, that, like I, I associated two things with that girl. And the warning signs were, one of the warning signs was clear. Uh, Ricky Martin, oh, and, like, the next year he would go on to do the whole, whole She Bangs thing. And, like, when she was like, I'm into Ricky Martin, I was like, you mean, like, Menudo? Because that's all I knew him as. Well, thankfully. And I was like, he's not going to be huge. Like, what? <laughs> like, and then, like, the next year, she bangs is, like, everywhere. And I'm like, oh, my You're God. You're kind of just staring at the TV. Like, yeah. Nice. It's like, I, I heard that, uh, what's the guy who played Darth Maul? Um, oh, I just saw I just saw his name. I know. And he plays, like, Snake Eyes. You get what I'm saying. Like, I'm having a geek blank yeah. right here. Somebody yeah. just asked me to, like, be on a geek trivia show. And I was like, I don't think I'd be good for it because I blank 
so badly on geek stuff. Um, but uh, but you you've got it. I know who you're talking about because I was just Ray Park. Ray Park. So I heard that Ray Park. Uh, I heard Ray Park wrote, like like ended Billy Blanks's fighting career. Are like, you like, So so Billy Blanks, you know, from like the Tybo commercials. Yes. So he it was like a competitive fighter, and Ray Park supposedly like beat him and, and in the match injured him, and that's why Billy Blanks had to go into Tybo and like. And, and I think it, for like a, a certain part of the like, there's a period of time where Tybo's really successful, and yes. Billy Blanks is everywhere in the late '90s, and he's like Ray Park, you can eat it because I'm on top of the world now. And then like the next year, episode one comes out, and not only is Ray Park space everywhere, but he's playing the devil, like he's playing like this satanic thing with horns on his face and Billy Blank must have like not slept for months like he must have just had nightmares of Darth Maul coming to like kill him it kind of reminds me of that uh, Gatorade commercial where it's those two basketball players do, uh, like oh god I think it was Dwayne Wade and someone else and they're uh -huh. having nightmares of the other person beating them yeah like, it the was it was time. it was Dwayne Wade and, and Kevin Durant yeah and then it's just like nightmare like yeah I could totally imagine him like sleeping and then all of a sudden, Darth Maul comes in, like, kicks the door down, like, or the wall down, like the Kool-Aid man. Right. <laughs> Time to die. Damn He's like, no. Die. He tries to tie bow him away. It just doesn't work. <laughs> the imaginary speed bag. So I, I love those so, so to get back to it, uh, Cinderella was good. Uh, there were also two movies that I saw that didn't talk about uh, on Geekscape. I had to, like, catch up on movies. <laughs> and uh, that was, uh, I saw Run All Night. The oh, Liam Neeson you movie. saw that? Okay. I'm the guy who saw that. Because the other, like, everybody knows Liam Neeson is like, taking this, taking that. And the Taken movies do well. Yes. The first one's the one, the good one. Yes. And then the other ones are just not good. Well, because he keeps losing shit. Can right. I say shit? No, you can totally say it. Um, He keeps, you know, taking again. Taking three. Oh, I keep getting stuck. Taking, taking my change. Taking my change. Take, taking my virginity. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is. Taking my dignity. One of my favorite movies from last year. Was Walk Among the Tombstones, which was a uh, which was a Liam Neeson movie that nobody saw. No one saw. I didn't even Walk see Among that. the Tombstones. If you guys are really into like crime movies, Walk Among the Tombstones is a cool movie. Really, he's an ex cop. Okay. Like it starts like whatever years earlier, and he and he fucks up on the job. Little kid gets killed on a, on a, okay. on a bad uh, bullet bounces right of course and kills a little kid of course. he leaves the force and is kind of a private detective a little bit he kind of goes independent but the only people who seek him out are criminals <laughs> and they're like listen like i'm a criminal i can't go to the police ah. and i need you to look into this because another criminal is up in my shit and uh mm. And yeah, I thought Welcome on the Tombstones was great, and then I heard that this one was good. Yes. Wasn't getting the best reviews, box office. I went and saw it. I thought it, I thought it was cool. Yes. It's like Liam Neeson versus Ed Harris with RoboCop in the middle. Well, I, I was, I had the same mentality. I went to see the uh, gun. What was it the Gunman or the what is the one that? The, uh, the Gunman, the one with Sean Penn. I heard that one's not good. It's not. You wanna, you wanna talk about? I feel like Sean Penn, and here the reason I went to go see that movie is because of. The roster, right? You have yeah. Idris Elba, you have Sean Penn, and you have Javier Bardem. And uh, my choice for the James Bond movies, um, I, I'm doing the blank thing Idris again. Elba, right? No, not Idris Elba. That's everybody else's Bond. I love <laughs> Idris Elba. I do. But um, but I'm talking about um, Luis Guzman. <laughs> Why do you laugh? That's priceless. Don't I've be racist. That. No, I've seen that, and I would love that. I would, I would, I would sign up for that. Did you have? Okay, so the gunman stinks. 
right? Not good? It was, well, oh, I didn't finish my thought. My thought is that Sean Penn was looking at um, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine and said, I could do that. Mm. Because it's literally, how many times can we show Sean Penn shirtless? And I think Pierce Brosnan did the same thing with November Man, released in August. <laughs> Remember November Man? You know what, though? Like, I, th I, I think there's like a, 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 I think, I think there's a market they're trying to push on us, which is like, these guys older are sexy. men who are kicking ass with bullets and kicks, and yes. it's like, well, if it ain't Kurt Russell, do you think it, the Expendables like, started it? Do I think the Expendables started it? Uh, I think the Expendables started something different. I think Expendables started something because because nothing nothing got replicated from the Expendables. Nobody was like, hey, let's put all these a holes together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if this works, da 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 da. Like like like. like and, you know, maybe the Avengers was the first Expendables, where they were like, hey, all this stuff you liked since you were a kid, let's put it all together. But yeah. Expendables was before Avengers, but you get it. Mm -hmm. I think it was taken. I think it was Liam Neeson who was like, hip surgery, go kill him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I'm a serious actor, but I can kick ass. I, he can kick ass. You know, my, my walker's got a bullet, shoots bullets, like whatever. Yeah, why not? But, but what's cool is I've always liked the fact that, that uh, you know, and again, like, Run All Night has this cool scene where he ends up taking a guy out, and Ed Harris is like, you got past him? He's like, yeah, he's got 15 years on me and 100 pounds. Like, you know, I, I got. I like that there's, that making the person older, albeit experienced, older gives him a bit of a, of a, makes him a bit of an underdog when it comes to hand-in-hand -hand combat. And, oh, yeah. And this and that, you I, know. Yeah. Which is why Luis Guzman is my bond. Like, Daniel Craig, Idris Elba, we've seen those guys kick ass. We know they're going to do it. But Guzman, I lo siento, pero no. That's hysterical. Um, but, uh, did you feel anything during that Spectre trailer? You saw the trailer for Spectre. I did. I did. Um, I mean, I'll see it. I, I don't know. I, I was like, at this point, I, for me, Skyfall really set a really high bar. I was so blown away by it. But the story didn't make sense. Well, but it was still amazing. Like, like the dude went back to London and planned and timed like a subway train doing like he what huh <laughs> and he did that like all those years ago and then like at the end it turned into home alone <laughs> and like albert finney has like a long range rifle he and does. doesn't snipe those he's the only guy who can like snipe those people before they get to that little church thing at the end yes and he doesn't but he waits for them to get in the room and i'm like you kind of suck. <laughs> and when the ending of that movie happens, I'm like, yeah. this is kind of all on you, dude. Like, like it's kind of incompetence. Like, in Bond, I don't think should be incompetent. I think Bond should have bad villains, like villains who are, like, cool. Yeah. But the villains just end up being... Can't be? No, I'm going to say gay stereotypes. Like, they end up being... Like, I've said it before on the show, but the Bond movies are, like, an insecure male's dream. Like, if you have a tiny, like, like penis, like, the Bond movies are for you. Because they are all about, like, shooting a phallus, driving a fast car, fast boat, eliminating the gay threat. Every villain is, like, a gay threat. And you bed two women during the movie. One of them's bad. One of them dies. Hey, there goes that responsibility. Yeah. Like, you don't have to have a relationship <laughs> with that corpse. Yep. You know, and it's, like, it's just about being super macho. No, so, it is. So, so like... I mean, right down, I'm sorry, Geeks Gavis, but, like, like I go down the roster of friends who post about how awesome, like, a James Bond trailer is when they come out, and I'm like, yep, 
Yep, and they're not manly men. They're they're like the most insecure people I know. Really, that's like, fascinating. They're, they're maybe like not that in shape, and maybe they're single. And like, and I'm like, you you just you, you need this movie more than I think I do. And <laughs> you they're need the this. they're Mad Libs at this point. Yeah. And he's not an underdog. No. Ever. No. So put an underdog in the movie, Luis Guzman. And when he pulls it off, when <laughs> he ends up saving the world, then everyone rejoices. I just think that the drama goes up. So I, I'm sorry if you are like a fan of Bond. I really am, but um, I think Please it needs to be—it need, it needs to be both shaken and stirred. Like the, the whole <laughs> thing needs to be with a shot of tequila. Redone. Like I don't see how those aren't Mad Libs. I don't see how it's like just, let's just insert everything. No, it here. is, and I think that no, and you bring up a valid point. I mean, that was one reason why. <laughs> A lot. I mean, that's that's a reason why a lot of the, at least the female side, is always like, we always die, and we're always in bikinis, and or we're, we're always... Or we're evil. We're evil, but we're still sexy, and, and we like, can't just be smart, and, you know, we well, have to Well, you can, but you're, you're going to be played by what's-her-name from Starship Troopers. <laughs> Remember, she's like a nuclear physicist? <laughs> Which in one? In one of the Pierce Brosnan movies. Oh, uh, uh, Denise Richards? Denise Richards was like a nuclear physicist, and I was like... I liked Goldeneye, and then after that, I was like... Goldeneye was all right, yeah. I liked Goldeneye. I liked the soundtrack of Gold. You guys, that was like 90s espionage incarnate. Every now, and, every now and then, I, I, I will enjoy a Bond movie, but it, it has to defy its own thing. Like, like Octopussy, the dude uses a crocodile submarine. Her name's Octopussy. Well, well Pussy Galore, I'm but sorry. But you get it. Like, like, I'm watching that movie, and I'm like, did Roger Moore just get in a submarine shaped like a crocodile? <laughs> like, that is Austin Powers at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoyable. Yeah. You know, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I offended you guys about the whole Bond thing. But, um. But you know. You did it to yourself. <laughs> you did it to yourself. Um, what else we got? Um, is Mad Max Fury Road going to be the most insane movie that nobody saw, sees coming this, this summer? I think it's, I think it's definitely going to be, oh, okay, we're just, yeah. The answer is yes. The so they is. released a trailer today. Have you seen it? With like the ladies just like flying all over the place. Everybody's like, flying all over the place. Everything's exploding. It's and like Waterworld, but on a freeway. It's on a, <laughs> I think it's just a patch of desert. Yeah. I think it's like Waterworld on. You know that's good. I think the, the it's like the design of Waterworld. <laughs> maybe, like if he hopefully he drinks his own pee like in Waterworld. It has like web feet. Yeah, he has. Yeah. Well, he breathes underwater. But I'm totally down with this movie and. I've been moderately excited until that trailer, and then the trailer was, uh, you know, it's going to sound like a pun because they're all over the trailer, but off the chain. <laughs> like, like <laughs> everything was just like, it's insane. Well, I think what's so interesting is I really like movies that, you know, e reboots that really just kind of redefine. Is it a reboot? It well, it's Mad Max. But I know we, I mean, Mel Gibson is a little old for it, but is it a reboot or is it a requel? Yeah. A soft reboot sequel. No, I definitely. Does, does it erase? Can what we it came say like before? a gateway reboot? I don't know. I think a reboot has to like be like okay, Scorch Earth, everything that came before it doesn't work. Okay. You know what I mean? Like a reboot would be um, like Planet of the Apes. Okay. The Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Those other Planet of the Apes was Doctor Zayas and all that stuff that doesn't exist. Charlton Heston Planet of the Apes doesn't exist <laughs> in the comic. Like that is a reboot. Later, Gator. I you see know, what you're saying. You see what so I'm taking nuances, like grabbing some bits and pieces. I think that Mad Max, that Mel Gibson's Mad Max. And Tina Turner needing another hero. She needed another hero. She didn't need another hero, I think is the song. We're not looking for we're, a hero. We, we don't need another Yeah, I, th I, I think that is canon. We don't need another hero. I think it may be canon. We'll find out uh, in <laughs> mid-May when this comes out. 
Whether or not that don't you, touch that whether, Charlize. Like don't I touch say, it. don't don't touch the the Tina Turner. Don't touch Tina. Uh, we are definitely talking about a lot of this news, and uh, it's a good informative one. Uh, Walking Dead guys, this summer, if you guys watched the Walking Dead season Walking finale, Dead Phoenix. which I thought that was was cool. Uh, Walking Dead this summer is having the Fear of the Walking Dead. Yes. Fear, Fear of the Walking Fear of the Walking Dead is the name of the new six episode uh, you know series. So original. Set in L.A. <laughs> um, I'm down for it. I think that this season of The Walking Dead has been really good. I haven't been watching it because I haven't caught up with everything in the uh, prior. I think it's been good. I, I, I'm interested in it. And uh, and every time you, you shake your head and be like, why would somebody actually do that in a zombie apocalypse? You know, like carry a knife. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Hey, here's something I was thinking about because I was thinking of you, actually. Because I remember when we were having that talk on the comic book show about how you're like, why aren't there more naked zombies? Yeah, they why, can't hold their pants up. Why don't zombies have more hair? What? Like, wouldn't yeah, their hair yeah, be... Yeah, your hair and your teeth. Don't they... And nails. Like your, your cartilage... What's, what keeps Nails growing? and hair. The gelatin stuff. Yeah. Okay. So wouldn't, like, their hair... Like, wouldn't they yeah. be... If we're going along the lines of... They look like ZZ fucking top. Yeah, dude. Like, all of them are Rumpelstiltskin. That's a good point. Right? Like, yeah. I was sitting there, I'm like, okay, who's the zombie hairstylist? That is keeping everybody's quaff right. wet, but still taken care of. I don't know. <laughs> like I, I feel like maybe that's why Daryl has an upper hand because he has longer hair, and they're like, "Oh, you have your hair's too long. Well, you can't die." The one thing that's freaking me out is nobody's establishing shortwave radio. Like nobody's established. Like <laughs> every, like they do use walkie-talkies for the mo most part, but like the batteries run like, out. Like communicate. Like this did not send us to the dark ages. Yeah. We didn't undiscover all of these discoveries. <laughs> Like, Smallpox didn't come back. Radio between established rescue towns would be established. And this is something in the comics that freaks me out because the comics jumps like four or five years. Mm -hmm. And you catch up with, you know, everybody and it's like, guess what? They're, they're taking letters by horse to the other town. I'm like, why don't you use a radio? There's still like, electronics in Like everywhere. a CB radio? Like, you yeah, know, the, like, like wind-up ones, right? Get on a CB radio and listen to how many like dumb people are on it. <laughs> and these are supposed to be smart people. When you're bored. Yeah, get on the CB radio and pick fights with truckers. <laughs> I'm going to find you, then I'm going to fuck you. Wait, what? <sighs> I just took a dump in my chair. <laughs> Good thing I brought a change of pants. What you look like? Which, you sound pretty. You got a beard? ASL chick. <laughs> oh, so I don't know. Well, we'll see. Um, the the bad news for me, oh, okay. and I know uh, I know this is bad news for me. You're right, it's bad news. The Legend of Zelda Wii U is not being released this year. It got pushed. To I'm 16. sorry. I know. I know. I'm just gonna have to like play other stuff. But that <laughs> maybe being those said, games I bought that I've never played. Maybe you could pick up the new Arkham Asylum. They they just released a PS4 edition that looks very sexy. Wait. So the PS4 literally is just an HD remake machine at this point. <laughs> it's it's a re wait. The the Rocksteady released the first game, Arkham Asylum. The first no, Arkham, Arkham Asylum. No, Batman Arkham Knight. Sorry. Batman Arkham Knight doesn't come out until mid June. Oh, girl, I got that. Oh, girl. Girl, I got that. Don't you don't worry about me. I'm getting the PS4 for Arkham Knight. You're getting I, that sweet one, the sexy one. There's one with. Yeah, there's one with Batman on it. I don't know. Batman's not my thing. See, I got the guy. Destiny one. I have the Destiny white one, which I don't... Are you getting buyer's remorse? No. Yeah. But you know Are what? You? Well, I like the white one, though. It's very sexy. I'm like, look at my white PS4, and I look like... 
I'm like in like an, an 80s bachelor pad. Like when, the, like, like when something comes out like the iPhone and you're like the first one to have it? I don't. No, I don't. I, do I know you don't race for that, but when you happen to do it, like the, like, the, like this new Mac, I got a new MacBook Pro, the, the ones that they just announced, uh -huh. but I had to because my last Mac was from 2008 and it was oh. falling apart and I couldn't edit on it. I had an 07 where like if you took out the battery <laughs> charger, like the, the, yeah. the cable, it was like, no, I'm dying. <laughs> I, li I lifted it up to show my wife and be like, hey, sweetie, I think I need a new computer. And I, well, no, I, I lifted it up just to like turn the screen and, and it show it to her. It was going... <laughs> it was it was making it sounded like there was a giant clock inside <laughs> like like I was like is this thing do I need to wind my MacBook because it's making rotating You're sounds like, where's the to like, model T <laughs> you have like a little crank in the back I just imagine little mice like pushing things in there and I was like uh oh I forgot to feed the hamster time to go so I find myself with a brand new off the assembly line MacBook Pro wow. and I love it but uh, the the PS4 it can wait until midway through June when that Arkham Knight comes out, and then it's party time. It's party time. Yeah, and then it's party time. I think I think I will reward myself uh, if certain things professionally for me fall in the line. <laughs> now I'm, I'm waiting on a, a couple cool things, which obviously I will announce on Geekscape for you guys because they will affect things like Comic Con. Um, if certain things fall into line, I will reward myself. Knock on wood, mm -hmm. with a PS4 uh, and Arkham Knight mid June. Um, Speaking of things that are cool, uh, Geekscape is, if you guys want to have uh, ask a question of the Avengers cast, I'm actually sitting down with the cast of Age of Ultron. Um, yes, you Next are. Friday. I, I Jesus. Can, I can keep secrets on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out Skype and I have been working behind the scenes on an event next Friday the 10th. I'm sitting down with some of the cast of the Avengers here in LA, and I'll be in the room with them, moderating a discussion between them and a screen and on the screen is going to be your Skype question. So wow. if you guys add Marvel underscore Avengers on Skype, go on our YouTube, youtube.com slash Geekscape TV. Check it out. All the details are there. Yeah, you have, a, you have a video you put up. Yeah, there's a little video I made. It's on the Geekscape Facebook. Look at that video. Get the instructions. And add, add Marvel underscore uh, Avengers on Skype. Send them a question. That's all you do is you, 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 you send like a Skype message, video message. Skype video message and be like, hey, Chris Helmsworth, what was it like? Blank, blank, blank. Whatever your question is for the cast of the Avengers, send it. Skype and I are going to go through the questions. And I think I'm going to have like 30 minutes, an hour. I don't know how long with That's the awesome. Avengers cast. So we're going to take your questions. It could be 15 minutes. It could be three. I don't know. You never know. I don't have a lot of details. When we have one question. And <laughs> I know I'll be in the room with some of the Avengers or extras from Avengers. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but, but we'll be taking those questions and, and then we'll ask them. They'll answer them, and then we'll put a video up later of like the whole conversation, the whole That's awesome. whole thing. So, and you guys especially should be sending in these questions because you guys have the questions that actually matter. You know, yeah, I mean, you I, don't, I don't have know the, what to ask. Yeah, and but aside from that, it would be like, I mean, you know. So, uh, what do you guys think of? You know, I mean, I don't know what you would ask, but I would definitely jump in on that. I'm excited for you. <laughs> Thanks. I have no idea what to ask. Thank God it's not was, my. Hands. What was that phone call like? Were you like, "Hey, are you available this day?" Yeah, you're gonna sit in with the cast. It of was. The uh, he, well, here, here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> Skype, like Skype said, "Hey, we're working on another thing with Marvel because like Derek and I went to the Guardians of the Galaxy premiere last summer and we did some stuff, but with this one, like Skype was like, "Hey, we, we're working on something with Marvel." We'll let you know. And then I was talking to Tom at, at like the Skype. He's like my Skype liaison, and he's like, uh, and I was talking about something independently because like WonderCon and, and Star Wars Celebration. celebrations coming up, and like obviously we want to do some cool stuff with the Skype community there. 
Um, and he goes, hey, man, here are the details. You, you know, it's going to be you in the room with the cast of the Avengers and maybe some other people. I don't, I, I honestly don't know other than, like, it was going to happen on the 10th or the 11th. That's what he said. He goes, just keep the 10th or 11th clear. Do you think you'd, you'd be into that? And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, all right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, cool. I mean, I've... I got a poop. I met Stan Lee. Like, I hate, I hate to be a jerk. The jerk who's like, I'm not excited by anything. But, like, Stan Lee and I have hung out and talked several times in my life. Like, I love, you know, I love the cast of the Avengers. I think it's cool. But what I think is really cool about it is that, like, I can give the Geekscapists access to those people. Like, yes. Like, for me personally, it's like, yeah, great. But when I, I got to tell you, like, to be honest, when I found out today that it was going to be on the 10th, <laughs> I was like, but Daredevil's coming out of the say, tent. Yeah. Like, like honestly, like my first, like I, I had saved the tenth and the eleventh for the potential. Didn't your wife put it? Didn't Laura put and it? Laura like, put the, it. Laura totally put it in the calendar. <laughs> and she's like, and like they, they go, Jonathan. So like, reserve the tenth for the Marvel event. And I was like, I did reserve the tenth <laughs> for a Marvel event. Bet. It was called a thirteen-hour straight Daredevil. Telethon. I'm like, I, and I you wanna, guys ruined it. I was gonna say, like, you're gonna, you're, we're gonna be, you're gonna be live on Skype, and you see like Jonathan being all like moody. I'm gonna and be sitting goes, next to Kevin Feige and be like, really? <laughs> Did you have to do this on the tenth? And he makes up some username. User bitter one two three yeah. four asks, how do you guys feel yeah. about making me Daredevil? Bitter Foggy Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be me. B bitter sad pants. Yeah, it's like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> really, guys? You had to tear me away from my Netflix? How yeah. dare you? Today of all days. Well, isn't like the Avengers what they say? Like, there will come a day unlike <laughs> any other. Which the greatest heroes, whatever. I'm paraphrasing the Avengers tagline. Their but credo. There came a day where all the mightiest heroes needed Took to be united Johnny. against it. It's like, did you need to unite on that day? Yep. The day they released 13 hours of Daredevil? That'd be a great, like, oh, we have to assemble. Uh, I gotta, I gotta... Binge watch something. Can you guys not assemble on the Daredevil yes. day, please? Like, because I, I've actually told people when I saw that last Daredevil TV spot that had like the origin, had like stick talking to him and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I sent it to, to Ian and I sent it to Derek and I was like, is it wrong that I'm more excited for Daredevil than I am in the Avengers? And, I, and it comes down to pure math. I get 13 hours of Daredevil. <laughs> I get maybe two and a half hours of Avengers. I heard there's a, a, I heard there's a four hour Age of Ultron cut. What? They cut it down from four hours to whatever we're going to see. That, I wonder if that editor's hands fell That's off. That's what I've heard. That is what I've heard. That's and I'm crazy. Like, Damn. It's four crazy. Hours. Yeah, guys. Their like, eyes are like bloodshot. They're like, ah, quality. And then they look at the timestamp. April uh, 10th, guys. Guys, go to our Facebook. Go to our YouTube. Go. Find, find that video and submit your questions. <laughs> and if one of you guys submits... This question is for Jonathan. How butthurt are you <laughs> that you're not watching Daredevil right now and you have to hang out with these guys? I'll answer it. Yeah. I'll, I will answer it in the room with the Done. Avengers. And I will answer it as diplomatically as I can, but it may be evident on my face. Remember, it's a video that you can watch. It may be evident on my face that I'm just a little bit put out by the fact that I should be watching Daredevil. Oh, the gifts all that day. will arise from that. <laughs> uh, Squidgy Jonathan. The host in the panel doesn't seem that excited to be in the room with all these megastars. If I was next, <laughs> man is next to Scarlett Johansson and looks upset. Why? Uh, I'm supposed to be watching a dude in red tights jump rooftops right now. <laughs> you guys are jerks. You guys, yeah, whatever. Okay, Hulk smash. Daredevil's missed. 
So uh, my question's for uh, you guys. How much longer are we going to be here? <laughs> uh, how many more questions are we going to take? Because uh, i got a date with a double D. And it ain't talking about that blonde down the hallway. Nah. I'm talking about Daredevil. Oh, wait. Oh, we're supposed to be here for an hour. Can we cut it to like 10 minutes, maybe? I don't understand what the fans still need to know. <laughs> movie comes out in less than a month. I don't even think they read the comics, man. Do you guys Have you guys ever read a comic book? i got to get back to Daredevil. <laughs> You guys have read Daredevil? Do you want to find out more? Well, come with me. I have to watch all the Daredevils before Game of Thrones comes back on Sunday. Wow. Everything is, oh, wow. You understand, Jackie? Wow. We live in both a golden age <laughs> and a cursed age. There's where too there's much. just not enough days. There's too much. There's not enough hours in the day. We are actually at an age. I didn't even, yeah, it's just hit me. We're at an age where people will actually call in sick so they can, like, foomp. Like a whole thing. I don't even have a job. <laughs> I've made sure not to have a job. For the, to send, the last time I got, I had to show up to a job every day for a week. You guys were there in 2007. Wow. And then I was like, I can teach. I can do other things. I can have free days. I can do my creative pursuits. And uh, there have been dips and there have been highs. And I've been through it. But you know what? I've never missed an opening of a movie I want to see. <laughs> Except until now, wow. until the Avengers come calling, and I have to be like, sure. Now, Avengers comes out the, the following week, right? It doesn't come out. No, it comes out the first week in May. There you go. So this is going to be way in advance, you guys. So get those questions in. Get those questions in. And, I'm, and I don't know if Skype's going to give us like a free screening in advance. That'd be nice. Maybe well, next week or maybe the week after. I know but... I'm doing the red carpet for it on the 13th. There you go. So... So, the 13th is the week after you guys get your questions asked. Hey! By, the, by the 13th, we'll have watched Daredevils. Daredevils, all of the devils. Okay, let's talk about this weekend, Jackie, because we, we, we... What's this is happening the, the, so, this weekend? So, guys, Jackie and I are going to go to WonderCon this weekend. We are, you guys. And uh, there's all sorts of stuff. We are, not, we are not exhibiting to WonderCon, uh, WonderCon. And Geekscape is not exhibiting at WonderCon, so don't come looking for Jane O'Hare to be street passing at the booth like last year. <laughs> it happened. That's hysterical. Like we set all of our, we set all of our 3DS Street Pass things to like come to Geekscape booth number blank blank blank, and Shane is in there Street Passing, and this like six seven year old kid comes up and goes, "Are you Shane from Alaska?" No. Yeah, yeah, and Shane was like, "I well, am." It's funny you should mention that because I think they're that Nintendo's actually doing a Street Passing event at WonderCon this year. What I day? think it's going to be Sunday. If I read I'm it. not going to go Sunday. I'm not going to go on Easter. Well, well, Sunday's Easter, and I promised Laura that I I guess I will go on Easter. I well, don't. my divorce will be on Monday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sunday will be my street pass event. Jesus is the reason for the season, you guys. If the street pass event is on Sunday, that means I'll have papers served on Monday. I That was the biggest heartache when I went to WonderCon last year, and I completely forgot. To, I, I just had purchased my um, refurbished Zelda DS. And I walked there and I was like looking at everyone holding their own DSs and I was like, oh, curse me, I did not bring this Are you one. bringing your 3DS this time with us? I will bring We're it. We're doing it? I'll okay, do I'll it. remind you because I got you. mine. I got, I, okay, so so we're going to go Friday, Saturday, and obviously Sunday has some highlights. What are the things that pop out when you look at the, the Friday schedule? Well, like, what are some things you want to attend? One thing that, well, one things I want to attend. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's see. I know. Because I usually don't do panels, but, Me but well, I'm an exhibitor, so I'm usually stuck behind the booth, which I love. But like, I never get to attend panels uh, that I'm not 
Uh, well, I'll be quite yeah. honest. What I thought was really interesting, and I think that it kind of goes back to what Comic-Con originally was. If I'm sure you guys know this, but WonderCon is the baby sister of Comic-Con International. You know? right. And uh, there's a lot of programming that's at WonderCon this year, surprising to me, but it's just because... It used to be at Comic-Con. Comic-Con used to have a lot of FYI kind of 101 things on how to start in video games, how to start a comic book, yeah, how got to do those. this. Yeah, there's, how to get a job in video games is right here on, on Friday. tons of them. There's one even where there's, there's going to be a panel of comic book um, sites, and all you have to do is kind of show up and pitch your comic book, and if they like your idea or, or smell what you're cooking, they'll start publicizing it on their different sites. It's... It's wow. a really interesting. I mean, we were. They, even they won't publish your comic for you. No, they. <laughs> They'd be like, "Hey, this guy's got well, a good." I so think, it's basically other websites will just be like, "Hey, this guy's got a good idea." Well, or I think it has to be, or it's like self-published and you bring it in. But basically, uh -huh. you bring in your property at whatever stage if you're ready to promote it, and they'll talk to you about ways to promote it and or help you promote it as well. And you know, there's just a lot of stuff like that going on. There's a lot of licensing things. How to pick up a literary agent um, is the following day. Um, the one, okay, so I am a sucker for Batman, or I'm sorry, for Warner Brother animated movies. Even they're great. if they're, even they're if awesome. they're not the best, you know, and I think it goes without a saying, uh, without, <clears throat> sorry, let me say that again. I think it goes without a doubt that Warner Brothers basically said, W, Warner Brothers, and is peeing all over this convention. I mean, there is not, <laughs> like, Oh, they're, is, they're marking their territory. It I think is, is what all, you're yeah. That's what I'm trying to say, you guys. Okay. Is it's basically because I mean, not only do they have screenings of iZombie, Zombie, The Flash, and I, I got, and, I uh, love iZombie. Zombie. Dude, iZombie's amazing. I love iZombie. It's great. It's a lot of fun. One of my horror friends who's like on Facebook and he's a hardcore horror guy is like, oh. it's more like the the watering down of the zombie and and it's what was the what was the romantic zombie movie from uh, Warm Bodies? Yes. Based on that uh, young adult novel, it was like. It's like, oh, it's just more of like the watering down of zombies and this and that. It's like, I think you can have both. I think yes. you can have like your hardcore zombie stuff. Well, and, and you can have iZombie. iZombie is so much fun. And if you miss Veronica Mars, which I was never a Veronica Mars guy, but I appreciate Veronica Mars. And I know fans miss it and love it. They miss it to the tune of like financing a, a That's a what movie. I was going to say. They made a um, movie. Guys, iZombie. If you're a Veronica Mars fan and you're not watching iZombie, which should be per like rare. That it should be rare. Uh, it's awesome. Yep. iZombie's great. What I like about it is, you know, I mean, yes, there are those horror fans. I mean, like, you can, you know, Z Nation and all that stuff like that. I don't know. There's so much of that. Why not have a different take on it? Why mm -hmm. not have a different take on the whole zombie premises? And what I love about it is that sense of, you know, we're always talking about zombies, especially with this idea of, of zombies being something that was introduced as a virus, so to speak. Right. What I like about this iZombie, if you haven't read the book or you haven't, you know, um, <clears throat> seen the show... Um, it, they, they basically say that zombieism is caused by something, you know? Right. And so there is a reverse. There is a way to, to backtrack on it. And I think that that's a refreshing take on it. Well, you can it's, still stay, you can stay intelligent. Yes. You can stay cognizant of your humanity. You, your blood is still, your, your pace is still slowed beyond a living level. Yes. And you have to eat brains to, or else you'll go, you'll go feral. Yes, that's it. So, so basically... The but whole... pigs do that. If a pig is at like in the wild in four months, it turns into a boar. Really? Like a, like a domesticated pig. If it's out in like the I heard that it's, if it's out in the wild for like four months, it'll grow tusks. And True story. They were actually saying that the most dangerous cat on the planet is the domestic house cat, and the reason they say that is because when domestic house cats kill, 
they just kill for sport because you're still feeding them. You're still taking care of them. Like the most dangerous game. Yeah, and the thing is, is dogs are dependent on humans. Yes. So dogs, they need packs, they need all this. Cats can go, they're supposed to be independent to the okay. point where if you, very similar to pigs it sounds like, if that's why there's feral cats. Like at some point something switches in their head and they turn into Laura Croft. And they're like, yes. Lord of the flies. Lord of the flies. Everyone must die. <laughs> so, we're, yeah, we got there for my zombie. Welcome to Geekscape. Um, but if you guys love the show, which I'm telling you to love the show, I'm telling you to enjoy love it. Love it uh, now. If you go back on the site a bit, um, Eric, we got a uh, interview between Eric Francisco, our, one of our newest writers, and Diana Ruggiero, who is one of the showrunners. Oh, wow. You know, she created the show with Rob Thomas, uh, based on the, uh, the, sh the, the comic, of course. But... Um, yeah, that's on the site. It's pretty awesome. We should reshare that interview because it was really good. And well, that the show is awesome. The show is really great, you guys. But enough about that show. Let's talk about another Warner Brothers property. Batman versus Robin is the new animated movie coming out, and <laughs> it's going to be a world premiere at WonderCon. What storyline could that be off of? Like, like Court of Owls. Court of Owls. Which is weird to me. That is because weird. Because why didn't you call it Court of Owls? Yeah. <laughs> because that's so much yeah. scarier. I think you guys. it's Batman versus Owls. Yeah. But I, I mean, who's I, I Batman? That's what I would have put. I would have. Who's Batman? <laughs> who's Batman? I would have understood if it was uh, the, the the one that came right after Court of Owls, where the Joker messes with the family. Death in the family. Death, Agreed. Death in the family, and then like all the Robins are pissed at Batman. Yes. Like at the at the at the end of that, everybody's pissed at Batman. Well, yeah, and the and and rightfully so. Let's be honest. Yeah. He I didn't can... share all the information. Oh, by the way, I might. He wasn't forthwith. He's kind of. He was kind of like a. What was that? That company that just they they screwed up, like Anthem or oh no, Sony. Sony. Um, just you know, everything got hacked. You guys, sorry, you know. <laughs> but yeah, the the premiere is at, at six o'clock on Friday. Yep. Of Batman versus Robin, you're gonna want to watch that. I'm gonna want to watch that. Okay, so we carpool. I'm I'm sitting through that. I I hope so. It's completely okay. It's gonna be great. And I just have actually... to be back for karaoke night. Oh my God, you karaoke without me. Uh, well, I don't karaoke, but the exercise running group that I'm friends with, they propose a karaoke night. The Filipina inside of me is... is you can come, no, but I'm you got to be at the workout tomorrow morning. I would destroy you. Well, I'm going to work out anyway. Uh, anybody could destroy me at karaoke. No, I'm, I'm like just saying in general. I would decimate the entire place. I'm like oh, that's kind fine. of Steve. You know, I'm like, um, I'm kind of like a Scott Pilgrim. Uh, Friday also at 7 o'clock has uh, Surviving the Walking Dead, Understanding Behavior in a World Without Rules. Uh, a bunch of people talking seriously just about Just go to zombies. a daycare. You know, <laughs> you know what, guys? Just go to, uh, just go to, to just go to Netflix and watch Talk of the Dead. There you go. We worked too hard on that movie for you guys to just not watch it. For all of you. But no, seriously, you guys, if you take a look at all of the, I mean, if you look at this programming, right after, well, at the same time, at 7, Comic Creator Connection. I mean, yeah, I see that. There is so much going on, which I think is a kind of refreshing. It's almost like, I don't know. This is what Comic Con wants to do, to do, and so they kind of put all their dreams and they put it into this convention here in Anaheim. And uh, I mean, sat Saturday, the day we're going Saturday, there's actually going to be a workout. Uh, Nerd Strong is a gym that happens here in Los Angeles. It happens in the Valley, yeah. Yeah, and it's basically CrossFit. Ben Dunn goes to Nerd. Mel Kyle goes to. Mel Kyle goes to. <laughs> and so does Jason Enright goes there. Um, a lot of a lot of friends go there. It's CrossFit, but they have really cool themed workouts. If, if you want to get into fitness, Nerd Strong is a great way to get into it. It's fun. It's yeah. really fun. Have you been to Nerd Strong? I haven't, but I, I I know people there, and everybody 
like everybody wears these cool shirts and there's this one chick that wore this shirt i guess she cosplays as wonder woman as well i forgot her name but it said training to be wonder woman and i tried buying that shirt online and it wasn't available so now i'm going to get this shirt that says training to be alice ripley because it's good. better uh, i wanted to get my wife this shirt i was over at warner brothers and they had a shirt over there i'll show it to you it was um this arrow shirt okay that was a lady shirt it was a green shirt and it had like arrow here it is I only had, with quivers. No, it was this shirt right here. It was island. man on an island <laughs> plus bow and arrow equals arrow. That's actually funny. And, uh, yeah, I took that picture and I sent it to Laura. I was like, you want that? And she's like, I wear a size blank. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Next time I go over there, you're, you're getting your arrow it's shirt. It's happening. I think, I think she loves arrow more than I do, and I love arrow, so. That's great. It's crazy. So is she all jazzed about the whole uh, Casey Jones thing? Uh, you know what? I haven't told her that that he's <laughs> going to be way. in there. I, I have not told her that Stephen Amell is going to be in the Ninja Turtles too. Hey, um, if we're looking ahead, and so this is what I'm saying about DC is legitimately taking over WonderCon. I don't I see any Marvel. There's the well, no part. Marvel yeah. never shows up. Marvel, Marvel is contractually come. they only go to two shows. And they're this not going year. to Comic Con either. They're not, so it's it's set in stone. Well. I, I thought maybe the publishing <laughs> arm would be there, if not, like, like, like obviously they That's have... That's a huge space. I've kind of said, if, if they don't go, that should just be my dance floor, because they it's have my Mar birthday that Sunday. Of Comic-Con? Yeah. But they, they well, we're going to have a celebration. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Marvel obviously has, like, Disney E2 or whatever it's called. They have their Disney 23, which that is their thing. huge convention, and it doesn't make sense... They say it doesn't make sense for them to double announce stuff they're already at the top of the world what i was gonna say to when i mean age of ultron comes out you're already you're already coasted yeah. my friend like yeah. let's just be real here how do how do you feel about ant-man i'm i'm excited about ant-man I, I mean again like i'm more excited about these movies that are uh, the, in like projects that are unknown quantities than i am about avengers like avengers you know you think you kind of know what you're gonna get you're gonna get like this I feel huge you. excessive yeah. movie of awesome yeah but ant-man are they going to get the character stuff right? Yeah. You know, are they going to get the character stuff right? Are they still going to, like, they get the story cool? Is it going to have cool moments that are unexpected? Like, like, I like the unexpected. Mm -hmm. I like going Surprise into the unknown. Surprise me. That's what Geekscape's about, exploring the unknown and sharing in the excitement. You know, if you really want to explore the unknown, my uh, stepdad is a gastroenterologist. And no, he does, uh, colonoscopy. No, me gusta. <laughs> but um, I'll, I'll watch the videos. Um, they're kind of... I have a funny story about that, but I won't bring it in. But the reason I'm bringing up DC is uh, 10 a.m. on Saturday, Superman, the Richard Donner years, Margot Kidder's going to be there. Oh. I know. I mean, all of these different people from the Superman movie and Superman 2 movie are going to be there, and they're just going to be talking shop. There is a lot going on for DC at this, but what I make... Oh, Teen Titans Go Screening. Yes, I love Teen Titans, you guys. That's cool. Um, but what I'm a big fan of is also seeing Boom is going to have a panel. I would love to see, and IDW is going to be having a panel. I love because they have fun. Like the one thing you know, I got into. I'll, I'll be the first to admit I got into the comics game, the comic book game, really late. Even though I grew up in San Diego, I was kind of one of those people that just went because it was fun. You know, a was, fake nerd. I'm I kidding. was, yeah. Well, I was for a really long time, and then just the community has been so welcoming and it's stuff like that where you get to kind of go one-on-one -on -one with the comic book creators and I think that you know the the, the hype and, and the 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 elbow shoving that you have at Comic-Con the fact that it's null and void at WonderCon is such a breath of fresh air because uh -huh. it's it's just you and and you get you get all these different panels that you wouldn't otherwise really see on the radar or because you're waiting in line 
to get a seat saved. So you can see a panel that's seven years later um, at, at Comic-Con, you miss out on all these other panels that you would otherwise want to check out. Right. So it's, it's, it's nice. I'm, I'm definitely excited about a lot of what's going to go on there. And but the indie comics, you're right, are, are something that like, you don't want to overlook. Because A, you can probably get into those panels if the other ones are full. And uh, B, it's, again, it's all about the unknown and discovery. The uh, one that I'd like to see, and we'll see what our schedule looks like on Saturday, is Stan Sakai. The yeah. man behind Usagi Ujimbo, talking about the highs and lows of his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, our, my friend uh, Jessica, the comic book nerd, is uh, she calls herself a comic book historian in this in this description. Oh yes, I hope she has a you know, do you know Do you know Jessica Tsiang? No, I don't. She's uh, moderating it, and I'm like, damn, Stan Sakai's the man. That's fantastic. He's awesome, and uh, yeah, there's tons of cool stuff here when you go through it. And uh, IDW's got some stuff. I think I might be signing some Miami Vice comics. Yes. I, I don't know yet. It's Please? honestly, it's like the it's like the Marvel Avengers thing where it's can like. Can we? Can we? My okay. IDW. I gotta give them props. This is the title of their panel. IDW Publishing, the best panel you'll ever attend. I'm looking for that. Yeah, I see it's it right a, here. It's at three thirty. Like that is the best thing you could possibly uh-huh. say. Oh my God! You won't really know unless you're in the room for this one. It's it's fantastic. And IDW is putting out the trade of my Miami Vice next. I think in the fall is when we're, when we're talking. So that's crazy. I've got some single issues that I think I'll be signing Monday or Saturday or Friday or Saturday. If it's Monday, I was gonna say it's gonna be like um, the saddest thing ever. I'm gonna have like a. I'm you're gonna, gonna have be like, a, like Joshua Jackson when he had his own convention outside yeah. of Comic Con. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have like a. <laughs> I'm gonna have like a like a lemonade stand and be like, hey, you guys like funny books? Uh, I'll pay you to pick up my crap. What's on Sunday? That what, you're looking at. What is on um, Easter's on Sunday? I know. I we're, hope they. I wish they had an egg. Yeah, an egg, egg hunt? An egg hunt. That would be fun. Uh, Will it happen? I haven't really looked at Sunday because... <laughs> because well, I'm not going to be there. We're not going, so we but, don't really talk about it. Here we go. Say. There's a lot of fashion. Image another, is going to be there. Another comic book creator put together. Uh, nobility. These aren't the heroes you're looking for. So, a friend, so some friends of ours, like Doug Jones, are in a mm-hmm. web series called Nobility. And, uh, and the series creator, E.J. De La Pena, he's going to be there. Wow. Uh, James Kyson Lee, um, Cass Anvar from Assassin's Creed has been on the show. They're gonna, he's going to be there, so, and that's, good. that's on Sunday at 11.30. And they asked me to moderate it, and I was like, guys, I told my wife I'm not going on Sunday. I'm taking wow. her on a hike You or better not go. I can't go, man. Like, if Trust you me. go, that would be bad news. I definitely want to go so that I can street pass, but I think... I think it's better to be married. My wife does too many things for me. Here's a question. Have you seen <laughs> the what? new show, Powers? I haven't, but I see that at 12.15 on Sunday, they've got themselves a sneak peek at the, at the episodes. But it's the final episodes. Well, because it was a, it was a, it was a uh, PlayStation. Sony, yeah, PlayStation mm-hmm. exclusive series. And Why not just put it on Crackle? At this point, they should have. I don't... Did you watch it? No, and that the problem is... But don't is, you have your new PS4? I know I have my new PS4, but the problem is is that I don't sit down and turn it on all the time because the last time I did that, I was in a cave for like 10 years because I was playing Shadow of Mordor. So Shadow of Mordor is pretty awesome. Oh my God, it's so On the Geekscape good. Games podcast, they can't stop talking about Shadows of Mordor. Sure, Shadow of Mordor, I got a... Sh- so. And that's when like they, they recognize you and they're like, I know you. You're that man. No, I love Shadow of Mordor. Like I've, I've shadows plural or singular. Sha- no, singular. Okay, it's singular. It's, it's, it's a shadow. Shadow of Mordor. Of Mordor. Oh, okay. It's cast. Uh, yeah. Okay. I guess. 
I don't know. But I'm, you love it. I'm, it's so much fun. I love I love branding the the. They're not orcs. They're something else. But okay. I like branding things. You can brand it. You put your hand on them and like burn your hand on so them. So that so basically you turn into this uh, facial. shadow walker. You know, like facial yes. bitch. Talk to the hand Talk and to actually the hand. you control them. So you can control all these like they're smarter than um, orcs and um, because they talk I guess but they talk crap. Um, but you can you're, so the whole idea is you're you're sent here to overthrow. Sauron's army by using his own people against them by branding them. So I'm like collecting minions, and it's a lot of fun because that's what I want to do. <laughs> Could you imagine if you did that in real life? So you get me soda. So you didn't watch. <laughs> no, powers. the answer is I haven't seen Powers, and the problem I'm having is I really, 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 really love the book, and I'm not hearing the best things about the series. Yeah, I agree. I and agree. I'm really scared that I'm going to be like, yes, Powers, and then I see and I go, no. Yeah, I heard powers. the series is not. Good, which is crazy because they had like four at bats with the thing. Like they tried the series. Like they remember they, they shot it with like Jason Patrick and. They, but here's like, my like problem: it is it's times. like, I I always mess up this man's name. The guy from District Nine, but yeah. um, why did Something, they? Uh, Shay sh sh It sounds like Copley. a lady's name. Sh Shayla or something like that. I just saw I just saw Chappie. Yeah, I, that I guy. I like Chappie. How is Chappie? Is I, I thought it was good. People don't like that movie. I thought it was cool. Well, I don't know what I, it's called, Chappie. I am Chappie. I'm I thought Chappie. it was cool. <laughs> Jesus. My dog's name is Chappie, so I wanted to see it. Well, that's all. That, like, is that the only reason you got the ticket? Please tell well, me. Well, I like was. him, too, but, <laughs> but it, it was getting such bad reviews. and, and like it, it literally was getting bad reviews, yeah. and it didn't do well at the box office. And I was like, fuck it. My dog's name is Chappie. I'm going to see this movie. I'm... And I like Neil Blomkamp. I, yes. I, and yes. I was like, I'm watching yes. a movie called Chappie. That's like, I'm, I'm watching a I'm movie watching called it. Chappie. If it's got Wolverine with a mullet, I'm watching it. But it's like, I am Chappie. And every, of course, every time like you hear Chappie, I'm like, oh, my dog's awesome. And so it's tough because you, you, I'm enjoying <laughs> the movie. My dog is awesome. I'm enjoying the movie, but I'm like, I just want to go home and see Chappie. You're like knocking the person next to you. You're like, that's my dog. There, no, great. there was nobody. I saw it two weeks after release. There's nobody next to me. That's a shame. Like the movie, nobody went to see it, which is a shame because I liked it. Anyways, the really brooding actor with the lady name, he's Chanto the lead. Copley. He's He's uh, Char Chartlow, that's right. Copley. Yeah. And uh, he is the lead in Powers, and I'm kind of like, mismatch, kind of? It didn't add up to me. We'll find out. But well, you'll anyways. find out. Is it free if you have PS Plus, or what? how do you watch See, that? that's why I don't know. That's why I didn't even venture. You don't want to turn on your PlayStation and just find out. No, because I don't want to start playing the game again. It would take you, would take you a <laughs> minute have, to find I out the so answers to I have so many games questions. I need to finish right now. It I'm would take so you bad. a minute. To find this out here. Speaking of IDW, X Files is coming yeah. back. I'm so excited, Jonathan. I'm so I, look, look at my Scully chip. I have one up there. I never sat through uh, X Files episode. Does well, that, does you that know mean what? I can't host Geekscape anymore? No, you're fired. No, you never watched. I'll tank over. No, um, I'm so excited, you guys. I'm so excited. I it's can't great. even. I can't even. I'm, I can't even. There's an um, encore screen in a Batman versus Robin. There is on Sunday. There's. Yeah. Queer imagery in animation. Queer imagery in animation. Um, Dr. Horrible sing-along blog, of course. Which they just keep doing. They keep doing it, Man, you guys. you think that those kids are all sung out, but they love it. It's like they're karaoke. It's almost, I wonder if they go to, <laughs> they go to auditions and they're like, I will be singing uh, blah blah from Yeah, blah, they blah, go blah. to their musical auditions. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. That's hysterical. Uh, today I will, be sing uh, I will be singing the song from the laundromat. From the laundromat? Uh, and, Mita. uh... Yeah, uh, I mean, at that point, like they they've been doing, doing sing along blogs for like, like, how when did it come out? Oh God! Like nine years ago. <laughs> it feels it. So 
That's funny. Um, so WonderCon, we're gonna go down there. Sa we'll, I'll be down there Friday, Saturday with Jackie, and uh, we'll be seeing all the sites. All of the sites. We'll obviously be putting some stuff up on Geekscape. Uh, the, to wrap up, you can watch Jackie and I on the comic book show some Wednesdays on TwinGalaxiesLive.com. And uh, we talk comics on that show. She's Team DC. I'm Team Marvel. And uh, you can also catch Jackie, I think. Where else can we catch you? Um, I am on TheRealStanley.com. I do a lot of their red carpet coverage as well as event Ooh. coverage. And I do blog for them. I'm also a guest contributor on FanboyComics.net. I love the Fanboy Comics people. They're, they're so sweet. Um, and uh, so I do a couple of reviews for them one now and then. And uh, you can also catch me doing my acting thing on Hulu on East Los High. The Emmy. Emmy-nominated East Los High. Which I didn't know about until you changed your your Facebook profile <laughs> picture to it. And I was like, what this? <laughs> and you were in a show that is like Hulu, Emmy-nominated East Los High. Can you imagine? Hulu. Like, Hulu. It's almost like when Gina Rodriguez won the Golden Globe for a CW show. It feels like that to me. It's like, holy crap. Like, a CW show got a Golden Globe. Hulu's getting an Emmy nomination. You excited? I'm pumped. It's, uh, it's a great... What do you do in that show? I play a lesbian. A um, lesbian? I play a lesbian in a, love, a lesbian love triangle. Um, yeah. Are you waiting for real? Or are you just trying to get no, people to I click on the show? No, I swear to God. I swear to God. See, that wasn't just like pandering. No, I was the. I'm a. I am the love interest for one of the main um, characters on the show, and uh, it was a kind of like love triangle that forms between us and one of the other re uh, series regulars. So, um, I was on for three episodes last year. And how many episodes are there? Uh, ten. Ten. Okay. So. So you got 30% of, 30 of the episodes. 30% FaceTime. It was, it's a great group of people. I mean, it's one of those. Are they full-length TV shows? What are they? Yeah, they're full-length. They're like 40-something 40, 40 minutes. Oh, they're one hours pretty yeah, much. Yeah, they're one hours, yeah. You put the ads in there and it's oh, yeah. an hour. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, they're legit. They're legit shows. East Lowe's high. East Lowe's freaking high, my friend. When did you do that? I did that last year. The, this time As last year. As a 20-some-odd-year-old woman. <laughs> It's, well, yeah, all of them. But them. you look like a kid. I, I still get carded, so that makes me happy. All right. But, no, so you can catch me there. Um, and, yeah, uh, you can get me on <laughs> Twitter at Tiny Wonder Lopez and uh, just, yeah, comic book show, pretty much. Perfect. Put stuff there. Geekscape is, if you're a long time, we're not strangers. Uh, Geekscape.net, um, you know, and you can always find us on Facebook. Twitter, YouTube, look for Geekscape, and again, like, submit your questions from the Avengers cast via Skype. Do it. Find the, the find that video on, on Geekscape TV, youtube.com slash Geekscape TV, or our Facebook group, um, and uh, we are revamping the site this year, guys. We're, I don't know when it's going to launch, hopefully by Comic-Con, I think. Wow. But uh, I think the forums are going to go away, which is sad, because the forums were, there were times when Geekscape was just forums, remember that? Uh, but you know what? Sarah Goodwin and Chris Ellis, who met on the forums, are getting married in May. And so we don't really need them anymore. We, uh, <laughs> That's the whole purpose of You know them. what? We, I think the forums have reached their final evolution. And the final evolution was they just got cannibalized by Facebook and the other social media out there. We don't really hang out on our forums anymore. 
Uh, we don't use them. Some of our comments on our articles have done really well. Uh, and so that seems to be where the social interaction is. And you know what? We got Sarah and Chris engaged and now married. So mission accomplished. Mission Geekscape. accomplished. I think I think the next iteration of Geekscape is Tinder. <laughs> uh, yeah, it could Give be it a swipe. Tinder or Grinder. But uh, obviously the next iteration of Geekscape, I think what I'm saying is will be uh, forums free is what we've decided. So uh, you know, take it for what it is. Enjoy the website. Enjoy them now. And enjoy them now if you want. But like DC and Marvel, we're doing a reboot. And we're doing our own version of Convergence Battle World Secret What are you going to call it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, right now, convergence. the emails just say Geekscape 2015, but maybe we'll find something a little more creative as Post we your uh, ideas. go to it. Post your ideas for what we call the Geekscape reboot. <laughs> I got to go back to editing a Geekscape short Jackie helped me with on Sunday that will be up on the site later this week. No spoilers, but I hope you like it. And I uh, hope to see you guys at WonderCon if you're SoCal local. Uh, that's been Geekscape. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.